Now, you could forgive Von Palmer this morning for thinking that he didn't actually go away for a couple of weeks because he comes back and sees two very familiar stories right there at the top of the list. And you're thinking, did I go away or is this the same stuff happening again? Von Palmer with us this morning. Hi, Von. Welcome back. Uh, thanks. Good to be back, Simi. Can't you people sort out anything? No. Like, I go <laughs> away not. for two weeks. First time since the before the pandemic, I actually left the country and went down to my favorite place at the beach in Oregon. And I come back and, you know, I get back Sunday night. I quickly go to the news lineup, see what's going on. And I have been listening to Rob Shaw with you in the morning. So, you know, I've, I've been faithful. And I go, Surrey policing, dominant headline. And in the Victoria paper, more chaos and turmoil at the Royal BC Museum. Can we ever put anything behind us in this province? No, but let's start with the Surrey situation because this was developing on Friday. We'll be talking to Norm Lipinski a little bit later, who's the chief of Surrey police on this, but we think it's the end. I don't believe it's actually the end. Oh, I don't think it's the end at all. And, you know, it would be really nice to be able to tell a listener what, I personally, you know, admittedly, my opinion only is only one person's opinion. Which is the best way to go? I don't know. You know, I think this is a this is a problem for everyone in Surrey and anyone standing on the sidelines everywhere else. Is it is impossible based on what the local politicians have told us in Surrey and the provincial politicians have told us in Victoria, it is impossible to say which is the best course. Continue with the Surrey police force or go back to the RCMP. And the reason is simple. The province came out, Simi, and they said, um, we think they should stick with the Surrey police force. And we're so sure it's a good idea, we're going to give Surrey $150 million to stay the course. And you go, why? And they go, well, you'll have to sign a non-disclosure agreement in order for us to explain that. So Surrey meets in secret on Thursday and won't even tell us what the council vote was. And they have a 400-page report explaining why they're turning down the $150 million and sticking with their plan to go back to the RCMP. Why? Uh, you'll have to sign a non-disclosure agreement to see me to know why, because they're not giving us their unredacted report either. So, yeah, you know, this it, is the I thing mean, that really got me about this incredible. story. Yeah, from <laughs> Thursday. That to me, if you're a Surrey resident, taxpaying resident there, I, I would be furious about this. I can't even find out which one of my elected representatives voted for this. Yeah. No, it, it's outrageous. And the mayor of Surrey says, yeah, well, you know, Mike Farmworth made us sign a, a non-disclosure agreement in order to understand his reasons. So, you know, this is payback. And I go, wait a minute. You know, this is two levels of government playing gotcha. And, oh, yeah, well, so did you. You did the same thing. It doesn't help the public at all. I mean, if you're a Surrey rate payer, you want to know why they turned down the $150 million sweetener. The vote could have still been in public. Yeah, the vote could have still been public. How are we going to have policing? But if you're a provincial taxpayer, you're going, well, wait a minute. Did Surrey find something that says the provincial government's recommendation on this is BS and it's wrong? And the province isn't telling us the whole story. Well, you know, you're you're going to have to trust one side or the other. My reluctance is to trust either side. I don't think either Surrey Council 
or the provincial government is playing straight with us because the council is trying to save its own political skin, but the New Democrats are trying to save the political skin of seven NDP members from Surrey, including, what, four cabinet ministers? Who, they don't say a word about this. They say nothing. They say, oh, talk to Mike Farnworth. I mean, this is, there's too much political self-interest here, Simi, to trust anybody on the issue. Agreed. What I don't get, though, Vaughn, is the first vote on this, uh, with this particular council, was a public council vote. Yep. Why couldn't the second one be the same? What yep. is going on? Oh, I, I agree. That just adds a level of secrecy and evasion to... Well, you know, I I would have said it couldn't get any messier out in Surrey, but I think it is. I think it just keeps getting worse. Has have any group of local residents been treated with such disrespect and contempt by both levels of government? A council that won't even tell you how it voted and why on an issue and why it turned down $150 million, which, by the way, any other municipality in British Columbia would love, you know, the New Democrats to ride to their rescue on some issue and give them $150 million. I mean, it it really is contemptible the way the province and Surrey Council have dealt with this issue. And let's not let the previous Surrey Council off the hook because they didn't play it straight on this issue either. Yeah, exactly. And now, you know, is it over? Is it not over? We don't know. What we do know, though, Vaughn, is that, you know, we've heard this for years. Vaughn, first day back, and Vaughn accidentally hung up his phone. We're going to have to get Vaughn back in a moment. But what I was going to say is that one of the things that we do know is that in terms of the RCMP, there have been indications you know, from federal government that they would like the RCMP to get out of the local policing business, that it feels like that's the way they would like to see things go. But in the meantime, you've got this actually going backwards. So now we've got Vaughn back with us on the line. Vaughn, I was saying, do we not know that the federal government has been wanting the RCMP to move away from local policing for a while now? Yes, and and one could add that we really haven't had a hell of a lot of help from Ottawa on this issue either. I think the the federal government is just hoping this issue will go away. I'm sure there are many people in Surrey that are hoping this thing will go away, and maybe that was the deciding factor at council. We don't really know. Did did council go, oh, God, how can we put this behind us? Oh, okay, well, the majority is here, so let's stick with it, and... Just was make the it med- go yeah. away. And, and, and surely that's the provincial government's response. But the problem that, you know, and I'm trying to put myself in the position of Surrey ratepayers is, what happens because the $150 million sweetener is off the table, what do Surrey ratepayers have to eat in the long term over the council's decision to stick with uh, or sorry, to go back to the RCMP. Mm-hmm. And as you said off the top, Simi, as I read the coverage, it's not over because the provincial government still wants to read the report. They're going to sign the non-disclosure agreement, and then they're going to come out and tell us whether they think it will work in terms of public safety issues. But right. again, you're going like, 
you're going to tell us why you decided, but you're not going to tell us what decided you because they're bound by the nondisclosure agreements too. And I, it, another infuriating thing, they dress all this up as, oh, well, you know, it's public safety issue. Like organized crime would pounce on the unredacted parts and immediately <laughs> launch a crime wave. And sorry, I mean, give me a break. Okay. This is politicians oh, covering it. their ass yes. and trying very, very hard not to tell you why they're deciding what they're deciding. Oh. And it doesn't work in a democracy and it sure doesn't work with the kind of mess that's been going on in Surrey for what now? Four years. I know it's ridiculous. And we, we do have more to come this morning, but I, before I let you go, Vaughn, we have to talk about the Royal BC <laughs> Museum too. I was not surprised to hear that the CEO has resigned. Uh, it was very clear that she and the minister in charge did not see eye to eye. Yeah, I wasn't surprised that she did it. At, like they announced it late Friday afternoon and didn't give us a reason until Saturday. And yes, Alicia Dubois, after 16 months there, uh, has advised the board of the Royal BBC Museum that she's leaving because for personal and professional reasons, she decided that uh, she wasn't a good fit with the direction that the museum was going on. So, yes, she was appointed under Melanie Mark, the previous minister. She was appointed back when the museum was bent on decolonizing the exhibits closing the third floor, spending $800 million replacing the building, taking eight years, and all of that is gone. John Horgan killed it. We have a new minister, Lana Popham. Her first act was to say she wanted Old Town back. She got it. It is reopening. And I think at that point, Dubois probably realized that she was hired under the old regime under a direction that the provincial government and the minister no longer support. She made the right decision. She's gone. But the museum remains a big question mark as its future, for one thing. they got to find a new CEO. Yeah, we'll talk about time of turmoil for them, too. All right, Vaughn, thank you for that. Bye-bye, Simi. 911.